This is episode 256 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome everybody to another episode of Bella in Your Business. Today, I'm going to get personal, and I'm not here to actually teach you per se anything, but I'm here to give you a glimpse into my crazy thing that I call my life (laughs) and how it pertains as being a coach and stuff. I'm going to tell you about what I've been doing the past couple months doing all these intensives, these in-person intensives. I'm going to share with you the good, the bad, the ugly, and all the way through um, because I thought I'd just kind of come and be real to you. I've been kicking your butt and motivating you and giving you tactics and showing you what you need to do because it is definitely a volatile times and it's a time to really start zigging and zagging and ebbing and flowing and meeting people where they're at. A lot of the times when I'm telling you, you know, that you're public enemy number one and people don't want you in their house per se and, you know, starting to move midday dog walks to morning dog walks for those people that are on Zoom and things like, oh, people are home, they don't need a dog walker, just is not a good enough excuse. I also have been implying that to my own business, you guys. You may have heard that I've been traveling or that I've been different cities and things, and that's what I've been doing in my business as well. I've been meeting you guys where you're at and saying yes to opportunities that 2019, I normally wouldn't have because it just wasn't needed, right? It wasn't needed. And so let me back up a little bit here. And I'm going to start off with, uh, I was approached in the spring by one of my long-term clients and she just Facebook messaged me and she was like, Hey, Bella, I kind of really need you. And I was like, okay, what's up, girl? And she's like, I I need some sessions. I am going to sell my pet sitting company. I'm going to start another company. And it's going to be a virtual assistant company for pet sitters. And I need your help because you're like the perfect person for this. I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> and I would love to help you. I always feel like, you know, planning and strategizing a business is kind of like going into labor and having a baby. <laughs> it's very exciting. The possibilities and the dreams and things are, are very much there. So I said, absolutely. And I sent her a couple of different options on how we could work together. I was like, you can get in the mastermind and we can like, you know, hash it out Monday through Friday. We could jump on a coaching call. And she's like, yeah, that's great. But I really actually need you. Like I need you. Is there any way that you and I could work together one-on-one and I could actually see you? And I go, hmm a really interesting thing. And this was about the time when things, travel was actually really starting to open up. And I love to travel. Um, let me put it this way. I loved to travel. I've had a little bit of a love-hate relationship with it as of lately, and I will explain it to you. But so lo and behold, I decided, heck yeah, I'll come see you. And so I said, well, I did it last summer on a whim with a client in Dallas where I rented an Airbnb and him and his office manager came to me and we worked all day. We ordered food in and we just hunkered down and I mean, everything happened. It <laughs> Sometimes my clients literally end up like laying down on the sofa with a blanket over them, just like with their eyes closed, dreaming and brainstorming. 
performing and stuff because it's pretty cool when we get together. I mean, it's like an undivided attention time where we get to really hash through things. And when I say hash through things, I mean all of the, yeah, but Bella, you know, and we're like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's get through it because we're not really bound by one hour or 45 minutes or 50 minutes, depending on what people get with me on Zoom. And also, there's a lot to be said. I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you here. I am Christian with a little bit of woo. (laughs) But there's also this thing that is just this intangible energy. It's the energy of being in the same room of someone else, being able to look in their eyes, being able to just sit on the sofa together and curl up and just like talk and vent and dream and think and do all these things. And that energy is something that you just can't get off of Zoom. You need that personal in like experience. I need to be able to reach out and hug you guys. And that's what these things do and share a meal with you, you know, and just go through all of the emotions. It's a long day and there's a lot of emotions and typically people end up tearing up at some point, honestly, because it just, their business is so much a part of them. And when we work on your business, we're working on you. Your business is a direct reflection of who you are. So anyway, so she came out and she, or I came out and, uh, and I said, yes, I said, yes, I'm a big believer in saying yes and figuring it out. And that's exactly what I did. But while I was out there, I also said, hmm, well, if we're going out there for one person, I can afford to do another day. And so I just put it out to my email list, my email list to 2,500 of you guys and just said, yo, come into your city. If you live in this city, who else wants to come? And lo and behold, by that night, someone else was like, yes, Bella, sign me up. Like, where do I confirm this? And it happened to be one of my better marketing with Bella people and also mastermind people. And, you know, so I really, I knew her pretty well and it was really exciting. So I set out to go to my first city. It was Chicago and meet with two different clients. And so although, you know, one was just starting a business, she had a lot of business sense behind her. She understood what happened, you know, what worked in her existing business. And it was really cool because I get to really understand what you're good at and what you're not good at. And I get to give you resources and things. And while I probably could take a carry on luggage, I take this really huge post-it note easel pad. They're really large, really really, really large. And I kind of fold them up in my suitcase and there's a bunch of big white sheets of paper that I just really put all over the walls. When I choose the Airbnb or VBRO that I get, I take really keen consideration to wall space and also light, natural light and how comfy and cozy we can get because that home setting is that's where you all are working from anyways, right? We're not corporate. I could have rented out a conference room, but I don't know about you, but a conference room really just sucks the life out of me. It really does. It literally makes me feel physically ill, especially when there's no windows in it too. So I'm really keen on trying to keep it in a homey kind of setting. So we we picked out an Airbnb and the first day I worked with this one person on starting their VA business and we just built it from the ground up. We started with, okay, how much you want to make and let's reverse engineer this. And then once we understand how much we want to make, that's going to develop all of her offerings. And then from the offerings, we develop, okay, now we know what our target is for money. So we're going to figure out our marketing plan for it. And it just is like a whole domino effect. And it's a beautiful thing. 
And then the next day I had another amazing business owner who has a pet sitting company, but also a brick and mortar where she does some training. And so we worked a lot on her standard operating procedures and not necessarily writing them out by say, but we did do one but more so just wrapping her brain around how to get things out of her head and also how to set goals and attach a celebration onto it and then, again, reverse engineer it. So really, truly working on setting goals and they have like, you know, marketing, she had a marketing plan and numbers to hit and stuff afterwards, but it was just really cool. And then she also just wanted to get down and dirty with social media and how to, you know, do certain things. So I brought my Snapchat glasses. I brought my tripod. I taught her about Instagram stories and we just like literally sat on the couch together like we were two kids and just played on social media, which again, you know, I can do that with the better marketing with Bella people on our Zoom calls, which I have done, right? And luckily with Zoom, I can just hook up my phone, which I do oftentimes with my students. And I just, you know, show them exactly what I would do and how I would do it. However, when you're actually face-to-face and you can actually do it together, it makes such a big difference. So that was my first trip. And as that trip was happening, I thought that this was absolutely amazing. I loved it so much. Everything kind of went without a hiccup there. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But what I started learning is that a lot of these Airbnbs are actually starting to be owned by corporations. And they literally like buy up like 10 to 15 units in a complex and they just farm them out. So I was a little bit like disappointed at one point. And so, you know, traveling takes a toll on you a little bit. This place did not have like ample shades. So I didn't get too much sleep when I was there, but you know, on the flip side, it was cool. My flights were on time and I'd always wanted to go to Chicago, but unfortunately I never really got to get out of the Airbnb. I went from the airport to the Airbnb back there because I also am a single mom and I have my daughter half the time and I needed to get back for her. So unfortunately, I didn't get to see anything in Chicago that I really wanted to see. So anyways, so I came home and then my next one was I went out to DC a month later. And the same thing, I ended up meeting with two amazing people. This time when I arrived, believe it or not, my... (laughs) This was horrendous. I arrived at like 11 p.m. the night before because my flight was delayed and the lockbox wasn't there to get me into my Airbnb. So I literally, and I am not this kind of person, but I was so exhausted, you guys. I was crying in the lobby to the concierge. It was a really, really big ordeal. I didn't actually get my key till the next morning at 10 a.m., but I did get inside. So I'm sharing this with you because, I mean, why not? There's only, um, uh, I don't know, a thousand of you guys that listen to this podcast uh, every week. So why not? You know, it's just you and me, just us hanging out, a thousand of my closest friends. But this is, like I told you, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? And so anyways, I finally get to sleep. I have my client come and um. Also, what I do is prior to coming, we make itineraries. So we know exactly what we're going to be working on. And I also ask them like what their favorite food is and, you know, what do they want to eat? So it's Mexican, it's Thai food, it's Italian, everyone's different. And so we find a great place in the area that we can just have Postmates, you know, deliver 
And then we also get an Instacart order too that usually has a lot of um, like, what do you like to drink? What do you like to eat? Uh, What do you like to snack on? You know, like munchies because the day really like you need like a pick me up after lunch and it's a lot. It's a lot of brain power that we're doing. So it's important to stay fueled. And then uh, my clients usually, I'm Italian, so I usually get way too much. And uh, if there's any of you Italians out there who have Italian families, uh, you kind of know what I mean, or even Greek or Mexican too, I suppose. And so I'm always worried about not having enough food. So they usually go home with like a bag of groceries. But anyways, I digress. And so when we were there, it was really cool because I had another gal who had two businesses. She had purchased another one and um, she just really wanted to get it automated. She wanted to get it up and running and she wanted to figure out her whole organizational structure and, you know, how to set up the people that she had working for her internally, you know, like that organizational structure, like I just said. And so that was really fun. You know, it's always different because everyone's different. But she, like the last client, did also need help with Jazz HR and her whole hiring phases, which it's just so much fun. It's so much fun because it literally takes us two to three hours to go through it. But see, I see this like light bulb go off in their head where all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, this is, I was doing it so wrong. Like this is going to work amazing. And sure enough, because I follow up with them, it always does work amazing. But you know, we bring brainstorm and we figure out, okay, what are the most important qualities and traits that you're looking for in your company? Like what defines a pet sitter or dog walker for XYZ company? And, and we brainstorm and we do it and then we break it down and we, and we categorize it. And then we come up with questions and the way in which we're going to present the questions, questions or open-ended answers or multiple choice or a questionnaire. And then we decide like, what is a yes or no for them? Like, how do you actually rate that? If you were not there, how do we not say, oh, I I just go off my gut because we can't scale off of your gut. I'm sorry. You just can't. And so we have to quantify it. And so we go through all these stages and we do it and we start way before that at the actual applications. And then after the interview, we, I show them how, you know, Jazz HR can help them do all the onboarding and they don't have to be adding all these different programs and how it integrates with things and all of these important documents that we are responsible to hold, to have encrypted, to keep them safe. And for a very long time too, for a couple of years, you know, and how we can set up the system seamlessly. It's so much beginning like front work, but once it's set up, it just is so smooth. It's like driving what I would anticipate a Lamborghini. I've actually never been in one, but you know, it's just like driving a smooth car, maybe a Bentley. Haven't been in one of those yet either, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I digress yet again. So that was really cool because, you know, she had these two companies. She was also at her wit's end. She was at burnout, right? And something needed to change. And she also is a mastermind member and uh, better marketing with Bella. And so it's really cool because, you know, these are my people, the ones that are, that they were helping them with mastermind, which is strategy with their, their business. And the ones that are also in better marketing with Bella, where we're giving them all their marketing, we have really close relationships. Obviously they are drinking the Bella Kool-Aid as I've seen written online before. And they trust me, which is a huge deal. It's a big honor. And even more so, we get to really just like grind into it and just maximize everything. And so it's just, it's so much fun. 
So then after that, I did something I had never done before, actually. So because of all of the problems that I had with that initial Airbnb and not getting my keys and just there are a couple other issues, I decided I was checking out. I was checking into a Marriott because the next day I was actually going to my client's home. She wanted me to come to her home office. And so I said, sure. And I went out there and Again, she's she's been to paradise uh, when I've held my retreats here in Arizona. So that was really cool to see her. She's also been in better marketing with Bella. And there was a point where she was in the mastermind as well. So these are all people that I've really worked with. And like we really you know, have cried together. We've celebrated together. We've gotten through COVID together. And it's been really remarkable. And so that was a real honor going to see where she lives. And we worked on a lot of stuff to help scale her business. She wanted to take her business to a million. And so I was like, all right, giddy up, let's do this. And again, we did the whole entire thing again. And she was really, really sweet. It was right after my birthday. She actually got me an ice cream cake. So that was kind of cool. But same thing. I still had a bunch of snacks and food and stuff delivered to her house. And we got this awesome lunch delivered and Again, we just like hunkered down and just really did a lot. And every time I leave, like I leave behind at least 10 of those big, huge, super sticky easel pads with all of these like post-it notes all over it and all these systems and workflows and hiring flows and client love sequences or employee love sequences, like all of this stuff that really is not only strategic, but stuff that they can take and really build off of to scale their business with. It's not just another 45 minutes of me like talking at you. It's like us really getting to the root of the matter and like, what do you want and how can we make this a reality? You know? So that was really cool. That trip, I was really proud of myself, even though I was dog tired by the time we were done. Usually we do them from like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I actually got in my rental car and I drove into D.C. and I got to see a little bit of sights. I got to see the Lincoln Memorial. I got to see the White House. Um, I haven't seen that stuff since I was a kid. So I was actually really happy to be able to see that. And then I flew back the next morning. And then the last one I just did, oh my gosh, it was so amazing getting to see this person. This person had only started her business right before the pandemic, and she has already almost grown to six figures. But she started on Rover and she is in the process of really making that mental switch. And it was really cool just to see, first of all, how far she's come. And one thing that I forced her to do, and this is what I've been doing with a lot of my clients, you might be one of them. How much do you celebrate? There are so many remarkable things that you all are doing, and I don't think we take enough time to celebrate. And when I say celebrate, I mean a couple of things. Number one, if you do not celebrate enough, I suggest that you get a jar and you put it on your kitchen table. Yes, your kitchen table, not in your office, your kitchen table. And every time something really cool or successful or congratulatory happens in your business, write it down, crumble it up and throw it in that jar. Because when you are beating yourself up and you get all the stinking thinking and your voice in your head is so mean to you that you wouldn't even be your own best friend, that's when you got to open up that jar and celebrate all of your wins and everything that you're doing. Because if we can sit here and commiserate about what what is bad, we also can do that when it happens good. And so it was really cool being in front of this person because we got to sit there and I was like, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute. You just did this. Like, let that sink in for a second. Like, that's amazing. And then when we were making goals and stuff, you know, one of my past clients that I told you about a little bit ago, her goal was like she wanted to do initiative and make a certain revenue goal. And when she did, she said she was going to get a tattoo. 
This gal, she said that when she hit this goal that we are creating, that she was going to take a trip to Asia somewhere. Uh, She wasn't sure, but like a 12-day trip there. And I was like, that is an amazing goal. And so attaching and anchoring your goals onto a reward for you now makes it worth so much more weight, you know? And so anyway, so we worked hard on a lot of just basic foundational principles so that she could actually keep scaling because she's made it really far and big, but it's almost on like a solo mentality. So we really worked hard to shift her thinking and her resources and her operations towards a scalable mentality. That might be something that, you know, you thinking about right now, you know, wow, I want to scale my business, but it's not working. Well, most of the time it's not working because we're trying to do things like as if we're a solo sitter. And it's no fault of your own because, you know, you're involved in it. It's really hard to see the, what is it called? Like it's hard to see the trees when you're in the forest. And so that's kind of what we did a lot of. And then like the last hour, we literally just sat on the couch and just got so deep and talked so deep that both of us were tearing up. And it was just such a great heartwarming connection where, you know, business isn't always tactical. It isn't always strategy. It isn't always like kill, kill, more, more, scale, scale. Sometimes it's just about the person behind it. And we did a lot of talking about what I've talked about on this podcast, honestly, which is, you know, your business is a direct mirror of yourself. So whatever kind of issues that you're having in your business, you probably have those in your personal life as well. So anyways, that was kind of what I've been up to this last trip, the trip itself. Holy crap. Uh, You guys, this Airbnb, although it was absolutely gorgeous and you saw it, if you follow me on Instagram, Bella Vasta, go follow me. Why don't you already? My stories, I always try to keep them entertaining. (laughs) It was really gorgeous, but there was a big problem. The four doors that was like all window wall and no blinds on it, none. So I was like in a fishbowl. It was on the sixth floor. And I felt like I was in the middle of the city in a fishbowl. And um, so lo and behold, long story short, I ended up checking out of there the next day too and going to a hotel. But then my flight on the way out literally got like canceled. And so my direct flight that was supposed to be like a lickety split ended up going through Dallas with a layover. So that took a really long time. And I got in later than I planned. And I was going to really try to see some of this city, but I never got a chance because of the, the flights. And then I had to get back the next day after the intensive again for my daughter. And I was supposed to be home by 9 a.m. I didn't get home until 4 p.m. And when I got to the airport, I was like, okay, please don't cancel. Please don't cancel. Five minutes before we were supposed to board, they're like, this flight's canceled. Something's wrong with the engine. Okay, let me count my blessings. And I want to tell you guys this story. So I literally, I worried myself sick in the airport because I just really wanted to get back to my daughter. She was with her nanny and I just, I really missed her. And I had to wait a long line and they like rebooked. And so I'm waiting for this other flight that's going to take me to a connecting city that's going to put me on another plane. Like I had to take two planes home again. And as this is happening, the plane isn't coming in for the second one. And I'm like literally talking to the pilot because that's the kind of busybody I am. And I'm like, I'll drive you out, like get the, get the plane to come over here. And it was just such a mess. It was such a mess. So I finally got up to my connecting flight area, which I guess I was lucky because my other flight mates had to take a bus to this other city and I got to take a 30 minute airplane. So that was good. 
And so I'm trying so hard to stay positive, you guys. I'm trying so hard to count my blessings. And one thing that I kind of realized, oh, well, actually, I won't spoil it yet. So I get to my connecting city. That plane takes off on time, but it was a two-hour layover. I touch down in Phoenix and I get a text message, your bag didn't make it. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm home. It doesn't matter. Do you want us to deliver your bag? Yes, please. I'm getting off the jetway and I'm realizing, oh no, my car key, because I had taken my car to the airport, is in my luggage. Well, because I was going to be late, God bless my mother. She went to my house to go be with my daughter, which made me feel a lot better. And because my mom was there, she was able to get my spare key of my car and my daughter and her booster seat and drive down to the airport. Except while she was driving down to the airport, there was a big car accident. And then the freeway was closed. (laughs) So I was at the airport for like another hour, my home airport, just waiting and waiting and waiting. Needless to say, I was so tired by the time I got home. But while I was doing my Instagram story, I thought of something. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I think so many times in life, things happen, right? Travel's very different right now. It's very different. First of all, it's like hurricane season. So flights are getting delayed or canceled because of weather. But the airlines don't have everyone back at work yet that they furloughed. So it's not like they can just always have crews. So a lot of planes are canceling because the crews aren't there. And then you've got a whole different kind of traveling thing. It's not as much business travelers as you might've had before because everyone's virtual, but there's so many people that are traveling just that either haven't traveled for a long time or don't usually travel. And people are angry. People are frustrated. Like the energy is just like, like people are, it's nuts. It's nuts. So anyways, it's just, it's stressful. It's stressful more so than it was before, at least in my opinion. So my point here and this goes for everything in life. And I hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of this podcast? I'm telling you all about the intensives and what's been going on in my life, because why not? I can take a podcast to not really like be tactical, right? Do you like this style of podcast? I'm even wondering as I get all self-doubt in my head right now. Anyways, my point, it would have been so much easier for me to just scream and yell and cuss and do all of these things that I just it just would have been such a great release, right? But I spent the energy because it is energy because I'm I'm really trying to do this and I, I do this a lot already, right? But I'm just finding the silver lining. I'm counting my blessings. Oh my gosh, like the fl- plane's canceled. Arr. Well, at least we found out that the engine's not working before we got off the ground, you know? Or oh my God, this other plane's not coming in. It's still at the hangar and it's not going to be here and we're going we're gonna to be late. Okay, take a deep breath. Don't borrow problems you don't have. Like stop, stop like going so far ahead and worrying about the future when it's not necessarily a problem yet. Deal with that problem when it gets to you. Landing. My bag's not here. After all that, I had a two hour layover. Like why couldn't my bag get here? It's okay. They'll deliver it to me for free. I'm at home. I have a whole closet full of clothes. What do you mean? Wait, no, my key, my key. Okay, I learned a lesson. I need to keep my key in my purse. And I've never had this experience before. It just didn't dawn on me. I've never had my bag not make it. And I just really wasn't thinking when I got up at five in the morning that morning when it was really three o'clock in the morning my time. So I was so tired and I hugged my daughter so tight. 
And uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing much more intensives this year going places, but something that my team and I have been thinking about, and if you're still listening, thank you. I am wondering, and if any of you guys are listening, wondering, saying, Pella, that sounds amazing. I would love to do that with you. Oh my gosh. I'm not saying I absolutely won't travel to you. Maybe after this goes, like, you know, cools off the next couple of days. I only got home 48 hours ago. But perhaps one of you guys want to fly the friendly skies or have always wanted to visit Arizona. And I'm wondering if any of you listening right now feel like, yeah, that's me. I would love to come to Arizona and then take an hour and a half drive north and go see Sedona, the most beautiful, serene place ever. I'd love to see, you know, the desert and stuff. And we're coming into the most beautiful months here where it gets just beautiful in the fall. It's just the temperatures are great. You can still be in the pool where the rest of the country is going to start getting pretty cold. If you ever wanted to come here, reach out to me and we can kind of talk about it. Before this podcast, I actually was on VRBO and Airbnb looking at some places thinking, hmm, I could do like a reverse intensive where you fly to me. And because it's not me flying to you and having that extra cost, you would actually save on that cost. And I think I could actually price them probably around... 3300 or so for the day. And that would include me for eight hours and an Airbnb for you to stay in from like 4 p.m. on one day until, and then the next day I come and I'm there from 10 to 6 with you and then until 11 o'clock the following morning. So it would include basically two nights of accommodation as well. So I don't know. I'm sure this goes against every single selling funnel process, teasing, whatever, but it's just you and me. I'm just talking to you and you're just sitting here listening to me. Thank you. And that's kind of what's going through my brain. So don't be bashful. Shoot me an email if this is something that maybe you want to do. I'm I'm open-minded to it. Uh, you could reach me at bella at jumpconsulting.net. But these intensives, I really think are business changing. I came up with the idea because I actually used to do this with my coach. My coach didn't fly to me. <laughs> I had to fly to her in Savannah, Georgia. And I did this for a couple of years. So let me know what you think. This podcast has gone long enough. We are at a 31st minute. This is again, this is just a podcast. It's from my heart to yours. It's the truth about what happens with all the intensives that I've been doing around the United States. I might be actually working on one in uh, Connecticut and one in the western part of Canada. I've got some clients that are asking me to do that. I'm just not sure how it's going to line up. But you guys, I want to be there for you. I want to meet you where you're at. I want to understand where you're at. And I want you to get the most for it. We can handle, you know, one problem at a time doing intensives on Zoom, which I do do. I sell them in a pack of six for certain clients. But, you know, it's always more impactful when we're face to face. And when we can work through things without, you know, a ticking time clock running against us. So think about it. Think about it and let me know. Let me know if you like this style of podcast. And remember to find the silver lining in things. That's why I say when life gets you down, always keep jumping because you got to stay positive. And right now, as we go into the end of the year, I know a lot of you guys are having a trouble with hiring. I know how to fix it. We've been fixing it left and right in the mastermind. It just comes down to, are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do the work? Are you going to do the work? Are you going to try new things? Or are you going to sit there and complain and say, it doesn't work? 
or it's not working, you know, like the way you're doing it is not working. Remember the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result. Do not be insane. All right. At that, I'm going to end this podcast. You guys, thanks for listening. I really appreciate your time. I hope that whatever it is that you're doing, you find the joy in it and you find the silver lining in every single obstacle you have and uh, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, the best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.